When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. And on the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Greg Joseph's ridiculous right leg. Let's fade the intro music. By the way, congrats to Judd Zolgad for staying for the whole game. Everybody, Merry Christmas. Judd stayed for the second half, and Greg Joseph blasts the Vikings into their 12th victory. Ho, ho, ho. It's cold for the Giants. Oh, my God. (laughs) Ah, Wow. Football. So much to get to off that game. Judd's in the press box at U.S. Bank Stadium. Declan has 19 different family parties to get to, but we're going to give you an hour of Vikings vent line here on this Christmas Eve of Vikings last second victory and the eighth and NFL record tying fourth quarter comeback for the dagger doctor himself, the late game luminary, Mr. Fourth Quarter Comeback, Kirk Cousins. Ventline is presented by our friends at TCL. I'm Phil Mackey. That's Judd Zolgad. That's Declan. TCL is one of the most uh, best-selling consumer electronics brands in the world. They have a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution at an affordable cost for you to watch Purple Victories on. I see Declan already cracked open. You can't do it in the press box. You might get kicked out. But I assume yeah, later yeah, on yeah. tonight, the Surleys are going to mm. go down, Judd Zilgad. There, are, uh, there are, are six currently in the trunk of my car. Uh, hopefully not frozen. Hopefully I am far open. <laughs> They're not open. They're all in the trunk. And they will be consumed tonight because, yes, it is, um, it is yet another Christmas miracle for a team that has lived on the precipice of disaster all season long and yet somehow continues to find ways to win games in which you think that they might be in trouble. This is the most fun season. I mean, 2017 was fun. 2009 was fun, obviously. But this is this is nearing the Mount Rushmore of most fun Viking seasons of all time. Just fun factor. Where every game is close. Every game is a fourth quarter comeback. Every yep. game something ridiculous happens or a new record is set. Justin Jefferson setting the, the Vikings all-time uh, receptions and receiving yards records in this game. Uh, we'll talk about all of it. If you want to get on the show... VikingsVentline at gmail.com is the email address. You can send in a request, and we'll get to as many people as possible. VikingsVentline at gmail.com. Um, I think we should just let's just get to people here, and we can sprinkle okay. our thoughts in throughout. But it's a, it's a celebration here 
on Christmas Eve. The Vikings have won yet again. They are now 12-3 and three on the season. Who's first out of the gate, Declan? Lane. Hey, what's, what's up, happening, dude? guys? How are you? Good. Merry Christmas, brother. Can I Merry Christmas. Can I just say how cool it is to have such an emotional win last week against the Colts and then come in and Greg Joseph nails a 61-yarder to take it home 12-3. and three. Yes! Where's the flag? I don't have a flag. I just drink a beer for you. Thanks, Here. Here you go. There's a Santa hat for you. I like it. I like That's it. That's the most I can do for you, Lee. No, I was just uh, – it was such a good game to watch. And there were definitely times where I was frustrated. I'm sure with everybody else, it's like, what was going on? You know, but um, – yeah, no, this was phenomenal. I loved watching the game and hoping to go to this playoff game here in, in January. This makes me want to go even more. So, Awesome. Great way to lead off that line. Appreciate you coming on. Ho, ho, ho. Let's keep rocking here. The celebration has just begun here for your Christmas Eve festivities. Thanks for spending some time with us. And by the way, like we legit love doing this show, and uh, we are we are happy to carve out some time for those of you looking to avoid some family gatherings or looking to maybe bring the whole family in. It's That's Vikings awesome. Ventline on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. All right, let's uh, let's go to our buddy Matthew here. Matthew, what's up, man? <laughs> oh, but you're muted. Hey, you're muted. There, yep, there we there go. go. Yep. Okay. Oh boy, the cardiac kids at work again. But hey, Judd, I got you. Oh, oh he's got the there flag. Go. There we go. Thank Matthew's you. got the oh, flag, got, and he's got the identical flag. Matthew, thank you very much. I appreciate you. For, for the audio-only audience, he has Christmas lights on his Viking stocking cap. Very festive. Okay, so a couple of points to talk about. Um, I'll try to make it quick. First of all, JJ. That guy right there. Yep. If he ain't in the top three of any MVP candidate conversation, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Like, seriously. He needs – if he doesn't get at least Offensive Player of the Year this year – it's a crime. It's a oh. damn crime. Also, get the flag again. TJ Hawkinson. He's going now. Best in-season acquisition ever for the Minnesota Vikings. That was my hot Ever. Oh, he just Sorry, just guys, stole, I just can't hear you. Wins. For some reason, the uh, All right. We'll say goodbye. Merry happen, Christmas. Yeah. Okay. He just All stole right. my hot take. You can still stick with it. You can still, can still stick still, with yeah, it. Yeah, we're all with it. Um, yeah, t- um, yeah, Justin Jefferson, the final numbers here. Jefferson, 10 catches for 100 yards on the nose. The touchdown that looked like it was going to be the game-winning touchdown. TJ Hawkinson, 12 catches, a career-high 12 catches, 108 yards, two touchdowns. That second one was just an absurd catch over the top of a defender, two landing guys. hard, hanging out of the ball. Amazing game by both those guys. All right, who's next on this Christmas Eve edition of Vikings Vent Line? All right, let's go to Nathan next. Nathan with his pup. Hey, guys. Uh, I was trying to tweet pictures of a little scout here in the jersey at you, oh, but I want I had to get on Bentline to make sure you guys actually saw him in his little jersey hanging out with our uh, Before I Dies. Love it. Um, scout. Who's oh. a good boy? He is a good boy. Although I think the jersey actually kind of like messes with his foot because he was limping earlier. So, Uh-oh. you know, he makes sacrifices for the team the way we all do. <laughs> Circulation's so, cutting off, but that's okay. He's fine. Yeah, we'll get him out of it real soon. Um, I uh, man, like I was kind of hoping to go into this game just like nice, relaxing, you know, enjoy my Christmas Eve. But of course, you know, we can't have everything firing at the same time. I thought the defense was doing great early uh, until that, you know, 
final game tying drive and was feeling pretty good. I'm uh, definitely on Team Judd, thinking there's some sort of background conspiracy. Like Ed Donatel might not be fully in control anymore, and that might not be the worst thing. Uh, and also, you know, uh, Team Declan, Minnesota Vikings do not have a kicking problem. No, they do not. So, uh, you know, Skull, Merry Christmas, you guys. Happy holidays. And uh, let's go Greg the leg. And, you know, looking to see this team playing in February. All right, Nathan and Scout bringing it. By the way, I, my uh, my box score had had frozen up before the final touch. Twelve catches a buck thirty three for JJ. Twelve catches a buck thirty three. That last he, was incredible. Inches closer to two thousand yards. He's better than everyone on that field. Like he's just better than everybody. When when in doubt, when the pressure is coming, just launch the ball and the guy catches it. Although he doesn't have to go across from Duke Shelley, so in fairness, he's not. Dude, he's dude, dude. well. You know what? The, you know what the big break was today was the Giants misused Barkley. The Giants' game yeah, plan was that. awful. Saquon Barkley has to touch the ball constantly. And the other thing is, they, they came out throwing. Why are you throwing against this run defense when you have Saquon Barkley? So, like the Giants did them. If the Giants come here for a playoff game with that template. Bring it on, baby. Yeah, it was. Well, it, what's amazing, Saquon actually did touch the ball 22 times. He was targeted two more. He, he caught eight passes, was targeted mm-hmm. 10 times, mm-hmm. ran the ball 14. And it's still like, I think you're right. It still kind of felt like, boy, five, six, seven more touches for him might have been the difference in this game. But they kept they kept throwing it. And now they also had like Isaiah Hodgins had his best game of his career. Let's just be honest. The Giants pretty much carved the Vikings defense today. And the Vikings came up the Asamoah play, the Patrick mm-hmm. Peterson play. They came up with a couple yes. turnovers when the Giants were driving. Yes. And those made the difference. And then they had a couple timely plays, too, to, to stop drives, a couple sacks. But um, in and around that, it was just, I mean, it's been the same script for four months. Bend, 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 bend. Hope for a couple interceptions or a fumble or a strip sack or something. Hope yes. for a big third down stop, and then hope that Kirk Cousins and the Vikings offense and or Greg Joseph can bail you out at the end of the fourth quarter. And it, it and it worked again. And they did get carved. But the one thing that I at least like is now they're 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 getting carved with some pressure. Like it doesn't look as feeble because previously it's just like oh let's hang back and get carved up. It's like, what are you doing now? And, and the last two weeks for sure, Hunter is is now noticeable, which I think is huge. Like, you see him now. He's getting pressure. He's in people's faces. I mean, at least you are trying to, I think, put your best players in a position to look good as opposed to, well, that's not how we do things. We don't do the pressure like that. It's like, no, yeah, you actually should. That's not what my scheme calls for. Okay, yeah, let's talk yeah. Let's, let's okay, talk let's about your flair. About, let's talk yeah, about your flair. Exactly we talk about your right. flair. All right, Judd's in the press box. Declan is uh, Declan's getting lubed up before some family oh, yeah. gatherings tonight. Uh, I've got a gathering tonight as well, but we're hanging out with our first gathering is with you guys, Vikings fans, as they move to 12-3 and three here. Who's next on Vikings Ventline? All right, let's go next to Ben. Ben, what's up, man? You are on Vikings Ventline. Hey, guys. Uh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. I think there are two people that uh, deserve a lot of credit today. The first, Dex. This is your day, man. Take a this bow. Is... Greg the leg comes through for you. I emailed in saying, if I told Declan he was right, could I get on the show? So, Declan, you were right. <laughs> oh, it's a setup. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so Declan is, a job. Okay, Declan's forcing people to bow yeah. down to yeah. his, I'm, by I'm, the way, his correct Greg Joseph take I'm, at this I'm point. I'm purposely putting comments oh, wow. that are that are saying that I was right. This is probably top <laughs> number one sport validation take I have ever experienced in my life. I, I think it's number one. 
until John David Booty comes yeah. back, resurrect yes. his career in the no. XFL. No, you know what? Let's be very careful. I am going to continue to say that this team has a kicking problem through the playoffs because to pivot now would be to bring on incredibly bad luck. Don't get comfortable. Don't exactly. get comfortable. But I'm saying, Cele- like, if I'm celebrate, like, but right. don't get comfortable. Yes, Jacqueline's right. They've got no problems. You know what's going to happen. Don't let you know your guard down. Happen. Divisional yeah. round, bang, sixty-one yard field goal. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. so Judd, you're you're talking about history. So my second point, JJ, unbelievable day to all three of you, but particular to particularly to Sports Dad. Watching Justin Jefferson right now, how does it stack up to what the hype was around Randy Moss? Because I don't think there's any question. JJ is the most influential the most important figure in all of Minnesota sports right now. So what's it like compared to the peak of Randy Moss? But with that, I'll, I'll head out. But again, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Thanks, guys. Thanks, right, ben. Thanks, Thanks ben. for coming on, man. Same to you. Um, so here, here's, here's how it stacks up. Randy Moss, as Phil recalls too, was incredibly explosive, and he was phenomenal, and he made great catches, and he was a high-wire act. Justin Jefferson, the difference is Justin Jefferson makes almost every single catch. Um, and, and it's not continual deep routes. It's the underneath catches. He gets his ass kicked, and he just gets right back up. He got he was down because I, I, I saw it on the TV replay right before the touchdown catch. He was looking at his arm or something. He had gotten hit. And he got hurt. Tell it, yeah. yeah, and it hurt. He does not come out of the game. What does he do? He lines up and makes an incredible catch with two guys on him. So um, I would say I would say this, and this might sound crazy, because um, Moss is one of the most, if not the most dynamic receiver I've seen just from a big play standpoint. But Justin Jefferson has a better all-around game. He is a better all-around receiver. And I actually think that Justin Jefferson is far more important to the 2022 Vikings than Moss was in 98 because that team still had chris carter and jake reed and moss was just a cherry on top and it was unbelievable i'm not trying to put him down uh but imagine this team without 18 imagine if jj so you take him off this team do you know how much more difficult like they don't have 12 wins that last drive the only reason why greg joseph got to kick that field goal was because justin jefferson made catches that only justin jefferson can make there is no other there is no other well-paid receiver in this building on either sideline that is going to make those catches. Don't question it. I can tell you it's a fact. What? Thielen's going to? Osborne? They're nice players, but no. Um, Justin Jefferson right now, I believe, is having the single most impactful season that I've ever had. I have ever seen in my years watching this team a Vikings receiver have. And I don't think that's hyperbole. I'll have a take on that for tomorrow's day after episode i will save it little tease for you guys we will have a christmas day episode coming out who's next on vikings vent line here on the purple daily youtube channel keith what's up man you're on vikings vent line merry christmas everyone merry christmas what's up this is like this is my third time on this podcast best podcast ever and what a christmas gift man today i learned kirk cousins i am a critic of kirk cousins I believe in, like, this season is special, I think. He's standing in the pocket. He was getting hit. He was the throws. Hawkinson, he showed up today. I think we have something, you know, we're a dark horse. Sorry, my screen. We're a dark horse in the playoffs. I feel like Danielle Hunter is coming alive. Justin Jefferson, I mean, GOAT status. It's, like, amazing to watch him. 
like how he runs his routes, how he makes every catch. Like that to see him make that screen catch, and like our screen game's coming alive. Uh, to see him make that first down, and then like Greg Joseph, man, I was like, I was standing watching the show of the the game, and I'm like, this is going overtime. And then they made it, and it's just like, you know, I did, what a Christmas gift. Like I am on level ten. Like I, I am such a like I am a die hard, die hard. And all I want us to do is step up in the games like this and show up. And we did, and I believe like KLC kept going. They kept blessing us. We made mistakes, but we kept playing. So Merry Christmas to y'all. Best podcast ever. Uh, I what a, what a great uh, Christmas gift. I don't even. It doesn't even matter. This game right here, we don't need to be talked about. The best podcast know what's going on. We got Thank something Thank you, special. Keith. Keith, thank you, man. Merry Christmas to you. Appreciate the kind words. The dog chiming in with a couple couple thoughts there, too. Uh, let's keep it moving here, Dex. Who's next on Vikings Vent Line? Vikings 12-3. and three. Skoltheus. Skoltheus. How we doing, guys? <laughs> What's How up, we man? doing? Oh, just uh, reveling in the, in the W, man, you know, watching the, some red zone here, trying to see what's going on out in the world. But another great game. Uh, Cousins, man, taking some of those sacks. just kills me absolutely kills me right before halftime it's like we've seen rogers do it for years just roll out heave the damn ball down the field just give your team a chance man he just sits there and just cowers up like oh god hold hold the baby um you know or just not throwing any completion in that last drive worked out great i'm not complaining but like just don't make those plays. I don't think you'll have so many people hating on them so much. But great win all around. You know, uh, wink, you know, they blitzing all day. That's what they do. I was uh, kind of surprised at how well the offensive line stood up to a lot of those blitzes and just gave enough time here and there. They got through a lot, but just gave enough time to let Cousins get some of those balls out. Jefferson, Clutch. I mean, there's nothing to even say about about Jets. I mean, it's just insanity at this point. It's on my fantasy team in the championship round. He might, he may be pulling it out for me this week, so we'll see. But it's just, there's something about this team. I don't know, KLC, just everything about it, man. It's, it's positive groundswell. You know, it's easy to be negative about the team. You look at last week, I think we were all there. You just gotta, gotta ride with them. Skoltheus, enjoy it. Thank you. Guys. I always love when people come on who look like Vikings and Skoltheus. Yeah. You check that box. You check that box, man. Yeah, this is one of those games where you're you're kind of yelling at your TV, your TCL TV, about ten different times. You're you know, Kirk had some really bad throws. That one interception that Thielen had to sort of jar loose. A uh, couple other head scratchers. I, I I sort of chirped him on Twitter for he, he's he's not good at getting the ball off on hail mary. So there's there was all these things to be irritated about. But and Judd, you tweeted it. You kind of said like. I don't remember what the exact tweet was, but here's all the things that are going wrong, but they're probably going to win like they always do because that's that's yeah. what they've done all year. Yes, I had no doubt. Like, I had no doubt. I did doubt the field goal, but I had no doubt when they were trailing, they're coming back because it's how it works. Yeah, and if you missed it off the top of the show, that's now officially the eighth quarterback, the eighth fourth quarter comeback for Kirk Cousins this season, which ties Matthew Stafford's NFL record set in 2016. So he has now been the architect of more fourth quarter comebacks than all but one. He's tied with Matthew, Matthew Stafford on that list. 
crazy. Who's next, Declan? All right, let's go to Tristan next here on Vikings Vent Line. Tristan, you got us okay? Yeah, I hear you guys. How are you guys today? Good, man. What's up, Tristan? Not much. I just want to say thank you guys for all the entertainment you guys put out uh, here. I, everybody appreciates it. Um, you guys actually just hit on something that I was going to talk about. Do you think the perspective is kind of changing of, oh, hey, the Vikings are down in the fourth quarter. They're not going to be able to do this compared to last season's. Or do you think it's changing now to, oh, hey, we're down in the fourth quarter. They can do this. Yeah, thanks for coming on, uh, Tristan. I think, well, from all, I think from my perspective, I feel like this team has just a complete total belief. They have, we talk about reference points on the show all the time. And once you gain more reference points for doing something in sports or life or whatever it is, you just feel more comfortable doing it. And uh, that's, that's why they're doing, now it's just become a regular thing. Oh, we're down. Oh, we haven't played that well for two and a half hours. Okay, well, uh, I guess we'll just uh, tighten it up. And you wish that they could do it more frequently to get some 20 point leads on teams. But it feels to me like they believe that they're going to, they know what they're doing in the fourth quarter. They know what plays they need to run. They know that Justin Jefferson is going to be open. And so they're not jittery about it. And I think fans probably feel the same way. You're not, you're not really as jittery in the fourth quarter because you're pretty sure they're going to win. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Because when you have a guy with Jefferson's skill and clutch gene, um, it's impossible for you and the team not to be confident. Like, like, tell me, how are you not, when you see 18, and Kirk, Kirk makes some nice throws too, so I'm not trying to, to take one thing away from Kirk Cousins. But when you see 18 out there, and it's like third down and nine, you're like, ooh, they're sort of screwed. And then you're like, oh, wait, no, they're not. Um, like, we are talking about a, a one of probably five guys in the entire league who move the needle completely, and not just in the course of the game. But they get better as the time gets more clutch, which we've seen, you know, we've seen plenty of folks choke here. But you think about what Jefferson did there, and he's making catches. He almost broke away for, for the, the catch that set up the, the Joseph field goal. He almost broke away to gain another 15 yards. He could which have actually, maybe. Which actually would have been bad because then they wouldn't have been able to, to clock it in time. So he had, I think he had some good awareness, too, to like, okay, yeah. I, can gain, I can gain some yards, exactly. but I don't want to fight too much because he's a smart player. Yeah, uh, Vikings vent line here on this Christmas Eve. If you haven't already, you can do us a favor by clicking the subscribe button and the like button on this episode so we can keep spreading the word about this daily Vikings community that you guys have helped us build here at Purple Daily. Who's next on vent line? Levi, what's up, man? What's going on, guys? How you doing? Hey, Levi. Good, man. Uh, first, first off, I want to say it's so hard to get on this show now. I just want to say that's a testament to you guys' growth. Okay, last year wasn't like this, but Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, I want to say that um, this team is still actively trying to kill us, but it's in a good way. It's all right. <laughs> uh, we won't do the class action this this week. Um, but I want to say uh, it seems like hopefully it, it doesn't continue to happen. But it seems like Kirk is kind of reverting back to the the whole weight, the whole pat the ball type of thing again. I'm hoping that's something that they can really work through with him. Uh, another point I want to say is Brian Asamoah. I love their utilage of him, his, their mm-hmm. uses of him today. I hope to see that going forward. I know next year we probably will offload a lot of um, some of our veteran players that we're used to, but it seems like we need more speed. Um, and it's time to get rid of a lot of Zimmer guys if we're just being realistic about it. 
Um, we're going to make the playoffs. I had a whole bunch of people texting me, oh, my God, they came back. And I'm just like you guys. I'm like, oh, well, we'll win the game. You know, it's okay. Um, and, and that could be a good thing. And it could also be a bad thing when it, when playoff time comes. I think that we really need to really solidify a game here that we can pull away from teams um, and actually get a win on our books that people are impressed with. But other than that, I'm so happy with the season. And I can't wait to see us rock in the playoffs. Go Vikings Nation. Levi, thanks for awesome. your takes, oh, yeah, for your, your kind words, man. Uh, a note on Asamoa. So I didn't track it the whole game, but he came in for a full series in the first half and the first quarter for, for Jordan Hicks. And then on the next series, he came in for the full series for Eric Kendricks. Those, the veterans were on the field at the end of the game, but there was very, and then he made that huge play. He did get torched in coverage there, but then he makes up for it with his speed, knocks the ball loose, picks it up. And it's a sudden change play, as they call them. So that's something to keep an eye on. Let's keep it rolling here. Vikings Vent Line, Purple Daily YouTube channel. Rashad, what's up, man? Rashad, you got us, Rashad. okay? You're just muted on your end. You just got, and you also point your camera down a little bit so we can see your beautiful <laughs> face. We'll put Rashad in time out for just a second here. In the meantime, in the meantime, we got uh, Ahmed here. Ahmed, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on? Thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, man. Like, just like the other guy said, it's hard to get on here. But a um, couple of positive notes here. Um, but let me just uh, get the negative out of the way. The defense, obviously, you know, like, still looks like a – still looks sus. Uh, but the positives here, um, yeah, uh, as far as uh, – it was good to see the pump blocked, you know, um, that type of play, uh, pin him down there. And the other thing is us taking advantage of turnovers and also taking advantage of, you know, uh, like the pump block in big plays like that. Because, you know, we tend to always, like, settle for field goals or, like, not be able to, like, take advantage of the field being flipped. So that was good to see that we were able to get – I think we were able to get, like, two touchdowns off of that. So um, that was good to see. Also, um, I do wonder a question for you guys. Um, Irv Smith should be coming back here in a couple of weeks, I think. Um, I just want to know, what do you guys think? What kind of dynamic would that bring now that we have TJ Hawkinson? Is that going to take more uh, snaps away from Johnny Munt? You know, things like that. So I'm just kind of excited to know what kind of dynamic that could bring to the offense. Thanks for having me again, guys. Thanks, Thanks Ahmed. Thank Sports you. dad, you want to answer so, that one? Yeah, sure. So uh, my guess is this. I don't think that there's going to be a role unless unless Hawk gets hurt for Irv. I think Irv is, I mean, he might he might be active. But if you think about it, the the months of the world are also brought into block. And so, um, rightfully so, TJ Hawkinson has taken the role that we all expected Irv to play. Uh, and I don't think that they're going to play um, often two tight ends that can catch passes. I mean, it might be a luxury occasionally to do a couple of things that, that teams have not seen once we get to the playoffs. But I don't think that we're going to see Irv Smith taking away snaps from guys who who play a very different role. Hawk is a receiver. He is a receiver. He is not a tight end, blocking tight end. Um, the other guys can catch some passes, but they also block more. So I think this team depth chart-wise is pretty well set, and I would guess that when Irv comes back, if he's active, it's for a very small role. Yeah, and and months, you know, I know he's your guy, but he is he is just a guy. He's not even mm-hmm. he's not even really a great blocker. Yeah. He's he's just, you know, he's on the team. Um, but, yeah, I think I wouldn't be surprised if they do dust off a couple offensive sets for two offensive tight ends. I could see him getting creative. But, yeah, I think at this point in the season, like, you traded for Hawkinson. He's your long-term guy. Yeah. He's super reliable. So, But 
could I see Irv Smith Jr. getting loose in the red zone just kind of randomly because teams forgot about him? Yeah, you could see something at some point. Sure. By the way, that Packers game next week, if the Packers beat the Dolphins, all of the other things that the Packers need to happen are happening, like Giants losing, uh, Commanders losing last week, Lions got beat, Seahawks got beat. So the, every time a team ahead of the Packers loses, it increases their chances if they beat Miami of getting to the playoffs. So the Vikings might have to stop the Packers' playoff hopes out at Lambeau Field. Speaking of, what happened to your Dan Campbells today? Yeah. Carolina that was rough. Their ass. I mean, I would guess they're going to fall out of your top ten. Dude, Carolina I mean, might win that division. And Carolina, yeah, they fire Matt Rule, and they're like on a roll now. <laughs> well, first of all, it, the division's absolutely bad, terrible. But, yeah, Steve Wilkes might get that job. I yeah. think he stands a decent chance now. So the Lions are yeah the Lions are seven and eight and they've get, they have games at home against the Bears and then at the Packers. But if the Packers playoff hopes are done, they could still they could still go nine and eight and make the playoffs. But yeah, losing to Carolina not exactly. Yeah. Let's just say the Lions might move back below the Vikings and the old Macadac peck pick oh uh, pickskin pecking order this week. <laughs> we'll see. All right, who's next on Vikings vent line? Let's go to uh, Sunshine and Ice. What's up, guys? How are you? Hey, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Hey, I have uh, I've been listening for a long time. This is my second time calling in. I have a couple quick takes. Asimo, it was awesome to see him on the field. He actually did really well. Um, Declan, man, I thought it was a joke when you said we have no kicking problem. But, boy, did we uh, – boy, did you, you come through today. Oh, there's my little one. Hey there. Uh, so Vikes. Let's go, Vikes. Yeah. That 61 yarder. Holy cow. Who saw that? I actually, I got even credit to the woman here. She, uh, I said, well, we'll beat him in overtime. She says, no, we're going to win right now. I said, right. no, there's no way that's going to happen. <laughs> I'm eating my words right now. And uh, I'm so happy that I am. JJ's balling out. I was so happy to see Daniil show up all over the place. Um, he had a pretty strong game. Can't wait to see the PFF ratings. We'll see how Judd guesses them. And, uh, yeah, Merry Christmas, guys. Always good to see you. Awesome. Thank you both. Merry Christmas to you, your family. Greg the leg, man, bringing everyone together. 61 yards, a Christmas miracle. (laughs) Exactly. Mm. All right, who's up next on Vikings event line? All right, let's let's try Rashad here. Rashad, what's up, man? Here we go. go. Hey, you guys uh, hear me? Okay. We got you now, yeah. We're good. Sorry, I was um, I had too many windows open. Okay, first and foremost, I got to give a shout-out to my homeboy, my brother, Clausel. He had a baby this morning, so I just want to shout him out. Uh, and I got a couple of hot takes from you guys, all right? Check all right. The hire of Keenan McCardell two years ago, accompanied with Kevin O'Connell, I think is one of the best combinations in the NFL as far as coaching. Keeping in mind, uh, McCardell had digs back in Maryland. Right. He coached him up in Maryland and was very instrumental in, you know, his transition to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, I also um, the what Patrick Peterson is doing, it's it's quiet, but it's 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 not quiet. It's, it's like more subtle. This dude, it, I mean, the, the flip of his career when he came here, the, the ball he's playing, the way he's setting up quarterbacks, especially unexperienced quarterbacks. Like I got I watch him and he's going to give you a couple you know, receptions and make you think. You know, he's hanging back, and then he just jumps a route out of nowhere, like how he got this pick. I mean, it's it's perfect what I'm watching him do, and I don't think enough people are talking. I mean, people are talking about it, but not the way that they should. At the age he's at, 
to turn his career and, and continue to perform at, at a pro, we, we can say Pro Bowl level at this point, right? I mean, he's he's killing it, right? Um, I also, I don't know if I've ever seen a wide receiver in any, in any, uh, in, in college or uh, pros who's more trusted um, to catch contested catches the way uh, Justin Jefferson is. It's like, I mean, you're all, I'd be shocked if he gets, if Kirk gets picked off throwing his direction. Like I've never seen a receiver, you know, just, just occupy that much space and you can trust him the way that you trust Justin Jefferson. I love Randy Moss. I was, I was alive. I was born in Minneapolis. I didn't grow up in Minneapolis. I'm, I currently live in Minneapolis. I was alive to watch Randy Moss throughout his career. And I've never seen a wide receiver uh, like Justin Jefferson ever. You know what I'm saying? That's just my own, my own personal belief. And um, I also think that um, though it's, though it's talked about, I'm gonna let you guys go. Though it's talked about a lot. Our punter is killing it this hmm. season. What he's doing with that leg, his, his fat self. I ain't never seen a punter that big. <laughs> They're always skinny dudes. It is funny. Yeah. <laughs> what he's doing uh, the, with that ball placement, even after a bad kick to turn it around, and boot one that just tumbles down the field for like 25 yards is insane to watch. I love, you know, the the the, the, uh, the three phases of football we're playing, everybody stepping up in one way or the other, you know, every other play. I love to see it. I'm very happy and proud of this team. Skull, love you guys too. See you next week. Rashad, awesome, man. Awesome. Great stuff. Yeah, Ryan Wright, that was his first touchback of the season, and it might have been his best punt of the season. Yeah. He literally That's backspinned awesome. it. It landed at like the two and a half, and he yep. backspun it. It just sat there. I think if you would have just let it die, I think it would have yeah. just died at the two yard line. And was it uh, was it Naylor that came in? Yeah, yes. Jalen Naylor. Yeah, yeah. And he just kind of like kicked it to the end zone. But right is, I, and I, I swear he's gained fifteen pounds. I think he houses surly <laughs> and goes out to eat because he's got a big paycheck, right? Right. Yeah. I was saying this. I think that guy is out on the town. I think he's housing surly beers. And you know what? He's living the exact life. That sports dad wants. So I'm not, fl- I, I'm not blaming him one bit, but I mean, he looks, he looks happy with life. Those, uh, Manny rare steaks. He's probably, uh, consuming a lot of those, just like a whole deck sweet. So he doesn't oh, even put them on the grill. Nah, he just eats he them, just, just eats them raw <laughs> I love it. and then boots a 67 yarder. All right. Who's next on Vikings vent line, purple daily YouTube channel here on this Christmas Eve. All right. Let's, uh, Montana Vikings. Are you, are you hanging around there? Oh, wait, here he comes. Here I'm, he here. Comes. I'm here. Oh, there I'm here. There we go. Here. Can you hear me? He's here. Yep. I've been watch, I watched the Vikings uh, win on my TCL TV. Love it. <laughs> and I was also drinking my Surly. Wow. Driver Wolf. You're that awesome. is dedication to the show right there. Thank dedication got, to the I show. Got, we love it. I got, I got one nitpick. One nitpick. When it was... About three minutes left or whatever, and Jalen and they punted back to Jalen Rager and he didn't run it back. Oh no, it was two oh one. He should have just ran it back. That way it would have only been the that, that would have been the two minute warning because they had the two minute warning plus their two two touch two timeouts. So that that's one of my nitpicks. But I know I gave you a lot of heck last week, uh Judd, for leaving the stadium, but Wave the yep. flag, baby. We won. Is that the blanket? Montana? That's a that's a Native American star quilt, Judge. Very nice. Very cool. That is handcrafted. That is awesome, yeah. dude. It's uh, really cool. Go Vikings. Mon- Montana Go, you guys. Vikings. Enjoy all your content. Thank, Thank you, man. You. Appreciate nice you coming on. Coming in hot. Love it. 
I love Judd having to be like a little bit of a more subdued version of himself because he's in a working press box environment yeah, here, but he does have there. the Santa Claus hat. And so. was yes. it when when you walked in today? Was it was it the classic? Oh, Zolget, are you here for all four quarters? Or are you leaving? Oh, yeah, How many people it. said that yeah, to you? Uh, about three or four. Okay, yeah. or more. <laughs> Easily. I deserved it. Yeah, you did. It's okay. It's our fault too. It's okay. You did get to participate in a legendary episode of Vikings. Yeah, I told too. you professionally, yeah. it was a highlight. I thought Personally, it came off a little regrettable. Without a problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, as a fan, very regrettable. Yep. <laughs> I did not get a free scarf. As, as Bob said, I saw them, but I did not get one, and I don't know why. Was white that part scarves. of the whiteout? Were they white scarves? The winter whiteout had, had a white scarf. It, it was actually nice. It's a, it said skull, and I, I saw I them. Like, I didn't get one. I feel so. The, wow, the, the white Vikings logo at the 50 was, they went cool. all in, man. I think yep. the receivers were having a little trouble figuring out where the boundary was in the, in the end zone because it was a, almost a fully white end zone with just a yes. purple strip in the back. Yeah. Ooh, I like that break. I thought that too. Just didn't think of that. Tough. But it worked out fine for the Vikings in the end. TJ Hawkinson certainly found where the boundary was. A yeah, he times. didn't have a problem with it. My God, that second no. touchdown catch. What a thing of beauty. All right, let's keep it rolling here. Vikings vent line. Purple Daily YouTube channel. Right, we got one guy in queue here. Let's go to JR. JR Richardson. What's up, man? Wow. Dude. Wow. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thanks for coming on, JR. Lifelong Vikings fan out here in Santa Cruz, California, behind uh, enemy lines, Niners. Niners zone. Man. Do we want that? Do we want that smoke? Do we Woo! want the Niners smoke in a few Hell weeks? Oh yes. Okay. Ride the Absolutely. lightning, baby. Ride the <laughs> lightning. Wow. Let's go. Skull. Uh, man, I just can't even believe how you guys have changed my life out here, being able to have somebody to whine to that cares about the Vikings. Good God. Thank you, and thank you again. We're happy to provide this uh, free therapeutic service. I think people need therapy even after these wins, because it's like you don't even know how to process half the Vikings' wins that we've seen so far this year. I'm telling you, man, I'm, I'm, I'm Judd's age and my ticker's getting weak. I know <laughs> it's not good. These, these guys think I'm joking. I'm not joking. I, a lot I, out of one. I'm telling you, I just got to give props to deck the Joseph prophet. I love <laughs> the belief. Joseph prophet. Thank you. Love I it. love the belief and I'm, I'm all in, man. It's like, Let's think about last year. We had the worst defense. We couldn't do stink with it. No magic. This year, I don't care. Same players. We got the magic. Let's go. Let's go. All right, JR, thanks magic. for coming on, holding it he's down got, in California here. He's got the flag, too. Like, he's got the flag. Not that was the, the flag. flag yes. That is the flag. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the I will say this. The official sports bar of Purple Daily and the sports dad himself, Judd Zolgad is a great place for any kind of group gathering yes, sir. that you can think of. Park Tavern in St. Louis Park. Uh, yes. And so if you have a group, and I'm not talking a small group. I'm, I'm not talking five or ten. I'm talking 30 people. I'm talking like a party. If you're like, you know what? I got my, my wife's birthday is coming up, and I want to have a party. Guess what? It is this It is this simple. Go to parktavern.net, and you will see a place that you can make as easy as possible reservations for said event it's going to be fantastic it's actually not going to be hard and you're going to look like an absolute hero 952-929-6810 park tavern is also a great sports bar to go watch games at plenty of tvs grab a surly grab some grub it is fantastic sports dad spends a lot of time at the end of the bar there there's two bars there's bowling 
parktavern.net for all the details. Also open 365 days a year, so you don't have to be concerned about what days are they open. Uh, gentlemen, it's time for the uh, Kirk Cousins fact of the show, presented by our friends, the right. crazy Canadian Cousins Crusaders of Purple Daily. More on that in a second. As we've said, if you missed it, Kirk Cousins has now tied the single-season NFL record for fourth-quarter comebacks. He now has eight on the season. I believe he had seven total in his previous four years as Vikings quarterback. Some of them, were, there was two or three last year that got thwarted because of like a bad defensive stand. But uh, he has now matched Matthew Stafford 2016 with the greatest fourth-quarter comeback season. And he also is the architect of the biggest fourth-quarter comeback or comeback period in NFL history. So, Kirk Cousins, take you like a bow. That? You like that? And uh, our friends here, so, you know, we, we, we've, we've had some fun Cousins haters versus Cousins crusaders throughout the years on, on Purple Daily. And we had a group led by our friend Ray reach out from Canada, the crazy Canadian Cousins Crusaders, saying, what if we brought everyone together just to raise money for Kirk's charity? Something everyone can agree on. This is a super mm-hmm. fun season. He's playing his ass off in the fourth quarter. And so we're asking people to go to KirkCousins.org. If you got 5 bucks, 50 bucks, 5000 whatever, however high you roll or low you roll, kick a few bucks to KirkCousins.org. And uh, when you go to the Donate button, and you and you enter your donation amount. There's a there's a note section. You can say that you're one of the cousins crusaders of Purple Daily, so they know where it's coming from as we celebrate this incredibly fun season and the quarterback with now eight fourth quarter comebacks. All right, boys, who's next here on Vikings Vent Line? Yeah, let's go to Michael. Michael, what's up, man? All right, man. I. Uh... I'm 44 years old. The last time the Vikings were in the Super Bowl was nine months before I was born. I saw the 88 Redskins, the 99 Atlantic game, the 2002 Giants game, the 2009 Saints game, and the 2017 Giants or the 2017 Eagles Dude, game. We need, a, we, wife, need, we need a name for your generation. It's yeah, like the yeah. like like you know we have like the baby boomers after World War II, but like the people that were born right after the four Super Bowls and have seen nothing their whole lives. God. Pain my entire life. Pain. I got my wife here who has joined Purple Nation. I got my daughter here who's going to jump in, Maribel, who's also like completely bought in. And I was born in Minnesota 15 years ago. I moved to California and I have a theory. And I think my theory is really important. There's one of two things that are happening. Either this team is statistically flawed right? Like Vegas knows everybody's talking about, or there's something else bigger that's happening. And I think about, I'm going to call this the tour de France theory. Okay. So the Vikings tour de France theory for anybody that's watched cycling in their lives, they get the Lance Armstrong teams. Lance will be like, let the leaders go. And the leaders will be like 20 minutes ahead, but Lance and his team will be letting them lead. They'll be watching them come back. And at the end of the game, every single time, they come back right at the right at the end, and I think that is might what we might be dealing with. Eleven times, Kirk Cousins and this team has let the opponent take the lead, and right at the end, they have more energy, they have more inspiration, and they take them right at the end. And like statistically, like we might be watching a very advanced Kirk Cousins team. Like they might be letting the team just take the take the lead. But little does the opponent know that Kirk Cousins is strong, he's motivated, he's inspired, he's strong. And every single time, 
they come back right at the end. There's like no yeah. chance. Like, is, is that what we are seeing is the question. I think, well, the answer is yes, but I think, I think Lance Armstrong does it on purpose or did it on purpose. I think the Vikings find themselves behind. They're trying to lead the pack, but then they find themselves behind. And where your, I think where your comparison, where, where it merges is in both cases, both Lance Armstrong back in the day and this year's Vikings team are very comfortable having to do, okay, now we need to make some, make some hay here. They just feel very comfortable in that situation time and time again. Or maybe they're letting them do it. You know what? It, maybe, it would be maybe, maybe KOC and Kirk are letting them do this. It wouldn't, this. It, it wouldn't be Kirk. It would be KOC through JJ. Cause if, if there's an Armstrong comp, it's JJ. Like Kirk's a, Kirk's a nice player, and I'm not trying to put Kirk down, but like Lance was elite, and he probably got some help from uh, from some drugs, but he was elite. <laughs> Justin <laughs> Jefferson, like like when you look at that at that last drive, that's JJ, that's JJ right there. Like if you put Kirk, if you leave Kirk on this team and you give them an ordinary number one receiver. They don't win this game. There's no way. It's tied. It goes to OT. So, like, I think your comparison, it's Jefferson way more than it's Kirk. And that, because you have such a good player, he literally can't be stopped when everyone knows he's going to get the football. That's what's incredible. There is a certain rope-a-dope aspect to this whole thing, too. Like, you know, let let the opponent punch themselves out. And thank you, guys. Thank you to you and your family for coming out Thank you, Matt. Skull Vikings, Joe, you guys. This might be the year Skull Vikings. It might be. All right. Skull Appreciate it, you guys. Um, there's there is a certain kind of rope a dope because nothing if you if you just look at the statistical analytical profiles of Vikings versus most of their opponents and the rest of the league, they're not even a top half of the league team in terms of like net yards per play, some of the football outsiders, expected points added, stuff that front offices lean on and look at to see what's real and what's not. Everything tells you that this team is not real and it's not sustainable. Like there's a lot of things that tell you this team is not is is barely a playoff team. So how are they outperforming? The the metrics would show you this team is is like a nine and eight team at the end of the the year, yes. and they're guaranteed twelve. So they're guaranteed to outperform it by three or four wins, maybe even five. Yep. I don't I don't think that it's just luck. I think there's a certain level of situational awareness and success. I think there's a certain belief and togetherness that Kevin O'Connell has brought. Yep. And I think that'll get you an extra. Maybe they're like two wins lucky, but two wins that are just brought together by the team being comfortable and knowing what it's doing in moments of football crisis. The one thing that I think we consistently see from th- this team, and we consistently see it in a bad way from its opponents, is this discipline. The Giants, again, were the latest team. What are you doing? You're false starting. Saquon Barkley has a huge gain. It's an unbelievable jump cut. A guy holds, right? Like, look at the Vikings, for the most part, incredibly disciplined. They yeah. don't take penalties. They're not dumb. That's the starting point. But I really think, and, and I think the more I've, I've um, pondered this, I really think if you look at one thing, this sport, the, the advanced metrics of this sport are not prepared to actually deal with superstars who aren't quarterbacks. And so to your point, I mean, Justin Jefferson's not luck. What he's doing is not luck. It's not like, well, he caught that ball. Who was that lucky? So I think part of the issue here is we are trying to deal with a Michael Jordan-esque figure in the National Football League. I don't think you can, I don't think that you can put a, 
price on that and identify it correctly. Now, if it was a quarterback, if it's if it's uh, Allen, Mahomes, right? I think you can quantify that one. But I think what Justin Je- Jefferson provides in that last drive, because nothing about that last drive was luck. He's that good. Yeah, no, it's but, but like, how do you quantify it? And I think, and I don't think that there's a formula to do so. It's a little bit like when when the the Cavs were down three games to one of the Warriors, and like everything would tell you that the Warriors are better. The chances of you coming back down three one to that team are almost nothing. But then LeBron James just like short circuits all logic and short circuits all metrics and analytics, and Justin Jefferson kind of short circuits some of the things that you think should happen. Oh, you're getting outgained by 150 yards in this game. It's like, oh, you're down by 17 points. Oh, you're down by 33 points. Right, but there's this generationally talented guy, generationally productive guy, not just talent, but his productivity maybe even exceeds his talent, which is insane. Um, do we have another one here, Dex? Yeah, we got one more. Sly from the shy. Oh, he's Sly from the shy. Hamstring. Had to do uh, Justin Jefferson's signature fake, fake hammies. Uh, <laughs> fake. Dude, you are the man. Stop, stop giving the sports dad a heart attack with yeah. the fake hamstring celebration. I'm fine with it guys. now. I get it now. I get it now. I got this going on here. How you doing? Judd Jud, Jud might actually pull a hamstring oh, in the just, press box. Someone's going to have to tend to him. All right, Sly, what'd you see today, man? 12 and 3. That's what I seen. Look. I know you ain't got the flag today, but you can you can you can play you can play the music. Oh, the joy! Wave your Christmas hats, kids. Hey, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure all three of y'all had the Vikings less than twelve wins this year, right? We had uh, yeah. Judd had them ten, Declan and I had them at eleven each. So they have they've made us all wrong today. We are officially all wrong. Yes. All right, so. My prediction was 13 and 3. I never got on the show and told you all, but I believe we might go 14 and 3. I don't see us losing to Green Bay or Chicago. But my um my take is this. I do believe Justin Jefferson will get 2000 yards. We will be calling him JJ2K from now on. All he needs is 244 yards. Do y'all believe that Justin Jefferson ends with 2K? Only if week 18 matters. Yeah. I think if I think the the problem here is, I guess, if you want to call it a problem, if they beat the Packers next week and if the number two seed is solidified, um, which I guess the Niners would have to lose yeah, a game this week or next week, right? Yep. So if week 18 matters, he needs, what, 244 yards to get to, yep. to 2,000? He gets it. If if they if they have it clinched, I don't think he plays because I don't, I don't think they want to risk him getting banged up before, so you know, a wild card weekend. Is um if the Eagles lose out and we win out, and the Forty ers lose at least one or two games? Uh, yeah, Cause, yeah. Because I guess if you're ch- yeah, if you're chasing the Eagles, would have to lose out, and the Vikings have to win out to get one. And but the Niners, over, if the Niners win both of their games, and the Vikings beat the Packers, then that game in Week 18 would still matter. Would matter. Yeah. All right. So let me ask you this. Against. If Justin Jefferson gets, let's say, 212 yards versus the Packers, do you play him one quarter to in, in Chicago to get the 40 yards or the 30 yards? Or you just wow. say, you know they what? might. They would. It they probably would. I they? think Kevin would because he would beg to play. And I, I don't think I don't think O'Connell's going to sit him if he's that close. But, yes, it might be, you know, like you, you've got the first half, right? Something like that. 
Yeah, I think a veteran, an old codger coach probably is like, you're going to sit. I don't think O'Connell sits him then. Yeah, if he's that close. See, I feel like um, I right. Mike Zimmer sat, sat him last year, if I'm correct, right, when we didn't have anything to play for. No, and, he um, actually they, he actually played, played but then didn't emphasize getting the record when they were close. Yeah, it was like 10 yards away or something like that. But um, Daniil Hunter, Zadarius Smith, everybody was saying everything about – even me, I was guilty of it. I said um, – when I came on early this season, I said Zadarius Smith is the greatest uh, pass rusher we ever we ever picked up in the offseason. I, I spoke too soon. You know, Jared Allen is different. But the Neil Hunter this half of the season is playing just as good, if not better, than Zadarius the first half of the season. I just want to know y'all takes on that, and that's it for me. Sly Thanks, from the shy, jumping Great stuff, on here. Man. Love the gritty, fantastic stuff, the fake hamstring. Um, I think I think Smith has been beat up with that. I think it's a knee problem since about week eight or week nine. Uh, I think Hunter has had actually a productive year, and PFF supports that. The issue with Daniil is, has he been used correctly? And I think until like the last two or three games, he w- he was not necessarily used in a way to maximize his skills. He has been more so now. This defense is still not great. They gave up a ton of yards today. But as I said at the top of the show, I like the fact that they are applying pressure. And I like the fact that Hunter is applying pressure and whatever role, like dropping back into coverage and things like that, looks like it's been aborted a bit more. So um, Smith, Smith, God bless him, got off to a great start. I think he's banged up. And and he's not young. Like, it's not like he's a kid. And, And, you know, uh, keep in mind, he essentially missed all of last year with a bad back, with a back problem. Uh, but, yes, I am glad to see that it really looks like the last two or three weeks, Daniil has been put in a role where he shows up because him not showing up to me made no sense. Yeah. All right, let's uh, – we actually do have someone else here. Yeah. On, this is kind of an abbreviated version of Vikings <laughs> Line today on this Christmas Eve. Mo from Cairo, for Cairo all the way from Cairo, Egypt. Oh, Mo, you're muted. I, or we can't hear you on, on your end. Let's see here. Can we get Mo on? Ba, ba, ba. Mm. Yeah, we can't hear Dang. Mo. Let's do this. Let's let put Mo back in the green room for a second. Yeah. Um, I, we've had a couple people already shout out some of our sponsors and partners, and it is so great, and we are so appreciative when you guys support our sponsors because it keeps us being able to do this on a daily basis on Purple Daily all across score North's network of, of podcasts. Uh, so thank you guys here as we kind of reach the end of the year for just another great year of you guys supporting our partners. People ask, how can I support you in the best way? Well, consuming the show as often as possible is the number one way. And then giving love to our sponsors and supporting them is always right next there. So uh, prize picks is one of our great partners and it's the easy way to play daily fantasy. So you can pick between two and five players and an over under on their projections and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks offers every major sport, NFL, NBA, even mixed martial arts, PGA. You can do cross sports uh, entries as well. And uh, when you use the promo code NORTH, Price Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Promo code NORTH and Price Picks will match up to $100. Check out the Price Picks app or pricepicks.com. And a shout out to our friends over at Federated Mutual Insurance Company, where they've been helping business owners like a great offensive line with risk management for years and years and years since 1904 they have over a hundred years of expertise guiding businesses and helping elevate their success if you're a business owner check them out at federatedinsurance.com where it's our business to protect yours 
Uh, should we try our guy Mo, Mo one more time here so Let's we can hear try. him? Mo, you, you got yeah, us you guys hear me now? There we go. Yeah. What's up, Mo? Nice. All right, what's going on? Yeah, I'm, I'm in Cairo. Uh, I've been listening out for a couple of years now. I'm actually a coach out here. I coach American football out here. Awesome, uh, I just want to say Merry Christmas to everyone. And man, what a season, man. Like, <laughs> I'm enjoying this the past two seasons, actually. I feel like we've been getting real spoiled with like great football entertainment. Like, you know, regardless, last year also we uh, we lost uh, most of our games, but like every game is just entertainment football wise. Uh, I think I'm like I was watching uh, the game today with my wife, and like every time I'm like, all right, we need uh, we need a big play from the defense. Boom, Peterson interception. I'm looking back at the punt. I'm like, man, wouldn't it be great if we blocked this punt? We blocked the punt. <laughs> I think like we're kind of being rewired as Vikings fans to like. You know, like being a little bit more uh, optimistic to where yeah. like, even the 61 yard field goal, I'm like, there's no way. But then I'm like, wait, no, this is our year. Like, no, he's going to make a great this point. Kid. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I feel like we're just getting spoiled, man, with the, with the great football. I do want to go back to training camp. Um, you know, Ed Donatello has been getting a lot of heat. And I think the coaches, like, and, and me, I'm a football coach as well. Like, what we work with in-house is what we have. I think they know they have uh, weaknesses on the defense. And in training camp, we kept hearing, okay, we're being coached up on going for the ball, on getting uh, turnover opportunities. And, like, we're seeing it now. And, like, as, uh, you know, previous years uh, watching the games, I'd always be like, man, like, somebody make a play. Uh, even the lucky turnovers, like we don't really get them as Vikings fans, but this year, like they're going out and creating those turnovers, like the forced fumble, like he went and made the uh, Peterson interceptions, like the previous caller said, like he's setting them up. So uh, I think like Ed Donatel is going to be the defensive coordinator next year, just by the way. <laughs> like, oh, the wow. Vikings. Mo, going on the record. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Write that down. <laughs> Love yeah, it. But, uh, but thank you guys for uh, for the content, man. Like, uh, keep it keep it going and skull skull Vikings. Mo, thank, thank you, you, man. All the way from Cairo, Egypt. Nice. Here on Ventline on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. Um, one more shout out here, Judd, to our friends over at Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. A great mm-hmm. little maybe between Christmas and New Year's, or sometime in January, a little date night for uh, for you Purple fans out there. Yeah. It, it, yep. In fact, a gift, gift, a gift card to the Chan is the perfect, uh, perfect gift. It lets you pick what you want to see, and there is something for everyone. There is a concert series. There is a comedy improv, uh, Footloose showing, Prom Boys, Jersey Boys, and did I mention the Great Steak and Prime Rib or the famous Chicken Chan that you can get as well? As Phil said, it is a perfect date night. Contact them, 952-934-1525, 952-934-1525, or go to ChanhassenDT.com, their website, ChanhassenDT.com. Surprise her with a date night, a gift card that's going to put you in, in favor at home because it'll be a fun night. Yeah. You know, a fun night for Maya Mackey is getting into the Nutrisource training treats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the Nutrisource mm-hmm. chicken and rice food. All right. Well, mm-hmm. She just kind of likes to eat the same thing all the time because Nutrisource is amazing and keeps her digestive health regular, Judd. Oh, and Stella, who's 12. So she's she's not young. But guess what? She gets more and more spry all of the time because she also <laughs> loves the training rewards treats. 
Uh, she wakes me up at like five o'clock to eat breakfast. And then at dinner time, she's like, it is time. Look and at Vinny. Look it's at his Vinny. birthday. Oh, it's Vinny, Vinny's birthday. birthday. First happy, birthday for Vinny boy. Happy birthday. to And, and guess what? Nutrisource is a food that he would love to because all dogs, as Phil can tell you, love Nutrisource. Yes. NutrisourcePetFoods.com. NutrisourcePetFoods.com to find a Nutrisource retailer near you. Merry Christmas to all of you Vikings fans out there and to you guys, Judd in the press box, our executive producer, Declan, spinning 15,000 yep. plates behind the scenes and never wavering in his Greg Joseph faith. I got to take, take for tomorrow. I got to take. His love of Greg Joseph. I'm pivoting we'll, my take. And we'll hit you with a pie chart in our hottest Vikings takes tomorrow, a little Christmas episode on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. All right, everyone. Ho, ho, ho to another Vikings victory, 12 and 3. That's a wrap on this episode of Vikings Vent Line. See you guys. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plug Door Chris Howard. University of Michigan QB J.J. McCarthy makes bold predictions but doesn't fulfill them, and Ohio State kicker Noah Ruggles misses an opportunity to etch his name in Buckeye lore. Fans love their teams and the players. That is, until they don't. When it comes to finger-pointing, you'll find no greater antagonist than the fan. Why? Because it means more to them, or so they believe. As a former player, nothing angers me more than armchair charlies accusing the teams of overlooking opponents or blaming players for providing bulletin board material. But leading up to the game, the fan is the one talking the most, boasting the most. When the team is winning, it's a lot of we talk. But when the team loses, it turns into they lost. You will never know what those moments feel like because you didn't put in the work to earn those feelings from those moments. That's the great thing about being part of a team. You win as a team, you lose as a team. We cry, we console our brother, we don't point the finger, we go back to work, back to the early morning workouts, the hill sprints, back to the bloody noses and broken bones. Why? Because it really means more to us. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. And don't forget BetOnline for NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.